0: morning everybody we come to the last chapter in the book of John remember John presents Jesus as God let's just review briefly the four Gospels we have Matthew Mark Luke and John and when we study those four Gospels we get a complete picture of the character of Jesus Matthew presents him as the king And he is coming back, and he is going to rule and reign the whole world on the throne of his father David in Jerusalem. Mark presents Jesus as a servant. And this can be offensive to people because we don't use the word servant anymore. We think that's degrading people. But Jesus came to serve us. And I've been studying lately what he wants to do. And of course, the one thing that I need most of all is peace. And he will give me his peace. He says it's not peace as the world giveth, it's a different kind of peace. The world's peace is very fragile and easily broken. One phone call can destroy your peace for the day. But his peace is permanent. He also says he will comfort us in all of our tribulation. What kind of gift is that? We all have tribulation, and we will continue to have it. And tribulation comes to test our faith, and he will comfort us during that time. And then Luke, a physician, presents Jesus as a human being. And I just love it that he went into the Garden of Gethsemane before he was crucified, and he prayed and asked God if there's any way that you can accomplish your will without me going through this, please do it. But if it's not, then I am here to do your will. I just appreciate that so much, because you see, it makes Jesus human. He didn't want to have to go through all that torment and torture and humiliation. But he was willing. He was willing to do whatever God had for him to do. and. He was a person and he had feelings like you and I feel. And I think we should be willing to do what it is that God has for us. Whatever it is, he has a purpose for each one of us. And the purpose is to conform us into the image of his son. His will is to control us so that he can conform us. And his plan is different for each of us. Don't compare yourself to someone else. Don't compare your gifts to anybody else. You have a special place in God's plan for his kingdom. Just fit into that and use your gifts and your talents. And we come to the book of John. And John presents Jesus as God. So we have God became a man to serve us. And he's coming back to be the king. Now, as we conclude our study, we go to chapter 21. Remember, the Bible says when we die, we'll be just like him. Here we are speaking of the resurrected Jesus Christ. It says, after these things, he showed himself again to the disciples. They were together. There was Peter, Simon Peter, Thomas. Nathaniel, the sons of Je- Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said, I'm going to go fishing. <laughs> he was just going to pick up and get back to his job. They said, We'll go with you. So they went fishing. And as soon as they entered the ship, it was at night, they caught nothing. But when the morning came, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not know that was him. And then Jesus asked them a question. I always love it when Jesus asks people questions, because you see, he doesn't need to ask a question. He knows the answer to all questions that man might have. So then why does he ask it? He wants to see if we'll tell him the truth. And they said, no, we don't have any fish. So then he said, cast your net on the right side of the boat and you will find many. They did it. They were not able to draw in the multitude of fish. You see, Jesus knows where everything is. I always remember the time that my husband and I were in the Bahamas and we went fishing. We loved to fish we had a guide. I think I was 65 years old. And we got in the boat, and I said to the guide, now, I'm 65 years old, and I want to catch a blue marlin, so you go get it. Well, that Bahamian looked at me, and he said, lady, that's not how it works. And I just laughed. And we went out into the Atlantic. And he got my line all set up, and he got me seated in a chair, and I dropped the line out, and I caught a blue marlin. I couldn't believe it. You cannot believe how I screamed when that beautiful fish came jumping out of the water, and I realized I had him on my line. And I couldn't draw him in. I was too weak. So Sam took over and and brought him into the boat. And afterwards, we let him go. I didn't want to, but Sam didn't want to pay for having him stuffed. We didn't need a blue marlin hanging in our house. And the Bahamian said, "Uh, Ma'am, what are y'all doing over here? And I said, My husband is preaching in the church every Sunday. That man rolled his eyes, and he said, That's how you caught that fish. He said, You wanted one, and God saw it. And now God had him hook on your line. I just love that. you see God knows where all the fish are, and he knows where we need to fish for what we need to catch. so it says the the disciple that loved that Jesus loved, who is that John said unto Peter, it's the Lord. now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord he got his fish's coat unto him for he was naked. And he cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship. They were not far from the land, just 200 cubits, dragging the nets filled with fish. As soon as they came to land, they saw a fire of coals and fish laid there and bread. You see, Jesus was preparing their needs. They'd been in that boat day and night. And Jesus knew they were hungry. And he didn't wait for them to get there. He had it ready. He has what we need ready. We just have to go to him to find it. And Jesus said, bring me the fish that you caught. Simon went up and drew the net full of great fish. 153 fish. For all, there were so many, the net didn't break. You see, what we have will be sufficient to be used to get what we need. And then Jesus invited them to come and eat with him. None of the disciples asked him, Who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. They knew who it was. Jesus gave them bread and fish. Now, this is the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he rose from the dead. So when they dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me more than those? He said unto him, Yes, Lord. You know I love thee. And then Jesus said, Then feed my lambs. He said unto him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, You love me. And Peter said, Yes, Lord. You know I love you. Jesus repeated himself, Feed my sheep. And then he said the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, you know all things. You know I love you. And Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I really don't know why Jesus asked him three times, but I sort of think it has something to do with the fact that Peter denied him three times. Now he said, I just want you to feed my sheep. And you know, those of you that are listening are sheep. I'm sheep. We're all like sheep, And I do this podcast because when I study the Bible, it feeds me. It's food for my hungry soul. And I present this message on this podcast to feed you. And then Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you. That means, listen up, this is very important. When you were young, you girded yourself and walked wherever you wanted to. But when you're old, you stretch forth your hands, and another shall gird thee and carry thee where you cannot go. When you're young, you can do what you want to. But when you get old, you just can't do the things you used to. And frankly, I'm finding that out about myself. As you all know, I had my 90th birthday in December, and I just can't do the things that I used to could do. But you know, it's really okay, because I'm enjoying doing nothing more than ever, but I seldom do nothing. I read, and I study, and I pray, and I don't have to be so busy. In verse 19, this spake he, signifying what death he should glorify, in death he should glorify God. And then he said, follow me. Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved. That's John. Which also leaned on his breast at supper and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? John leaned on Jesus at the last supper and said, "Who is? Which one of us? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, what shall this man do? Jesus said, if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow me. You know what he's saying? He said, don't worry about what somebody else is supposed to be doing. Just pay attention to yourself. What are you supposed to be doing for me? And then went this saying among the brethren, that the disciples should not die. Yet Jesus said not unto him, He shall not die. But if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to you? You see, it's none of my business what happens to other people unless they ask me and ask my advice. This is the disciple which testified of these things and wrote those things, and we know that his testimony is true. This is John that wrote this gospel. And look what it says. It says there are many other things that Jesus did. If they would be written, I suppose the world itself could not entertain the books. So we just have what God wants us to know. But there's many more lessons to be learned that aren't written in this book. I just have enjoyed teaching this book that presents Jesus Christ as God. I thank you for listening. You take this message and feed the lambs in your environment. I pray God's richest blessings on you. Until we meet again.